Quick fair tire of the week. This week's parsha, Parsha's Kisetse, contains within it one of the most complicated mitzvahs in the Torah to understand, namely the mitzvah of the Ben Sayra Moira, the wayward son, who was put to death al Shem Seifai, because of the way we see he's going to turn out in the end. There are many complicated details required to meet the necessary threshold of subjecting this young man to capital punishment, such as he needs to only be between the ages of 13 and 13 and 3 months, he needs to steal enough money to buy and eat a certain amount of meat and wine. His parents need to be similar in appearance and have a similar voice. And the list goes on. It is so complicated that the Gemara and Sanhedrin writes that a Ben Sayra Meir never happened and never will happen. If that is so, then why does the Torah even have such a mitzvah? So the Gemara replies, Deroish v'kabal schar. Learn it and receive your reward for learning it. So this whole mitzvah creates a myriad of questions. First of all, how can we say that the wayward son should be judged because of how he will turn out in the end, when we know there's a concept of free will, and perhaps he'll do tshuva one day? As we see by Ishmael, when he was laying there dying of thirst, and the angels told God to let him die, because one day his offspring will cause many Jews to die of thirst. Yet Hashem replied, Ba'asher husham. He should be judged for the way he is now and not for what will happen in the future. How do we reconcile these two conflicting positions? Second of all, why do we have such a strange requirement that the father and mother need to have a similar voice? If a man sounds like a woman or vice versa, that's considered a mum, a physical blemish. Why should that be a prerequisite? So many commentaries attempt to answer the first question. Rabbi Leo Mizrahi in Mizrahi al states, that the difference between Yishmael and the Ben Sayur Amira is that Yishmael himself had nothing to do with the sin that would happen in the future from his offspring. However, the Ben Sayur Amira already started stealing as well as his gluttonous lifestyle. So since he already started his sinning ways, the concept of Basher Husham, as he is now, does not apply. In Lakute Basu Lakute, he highlights another key difference, which also answers the second question. What does it mean that the parents need to have similar voices? Not that they sound the same, but rather that they have this united front and they both tried to raise him in a Torah proper fashion. And he nevertheless rebelled. Ishmael, on the other hand, while Avram was his father, his mother Hagar was only the concubine and was certainly not able to try and raise him in the same manner as Avram. He was getting mixed messages, so to speak. So to the child that gets mixed messages, we say, Basher Husham. We judge him based on here and now. It's not his fault. The child whose parents raise him perfectly, and he still rebels, then we judge him based on how he will clearly be in the future. The Shem Shmuel gives another incredible insight. The Talmud says that if either of the parents forgive the son for his misdeeds, like his stealing, then the child is not brought before the court as a Ben Sayyar So the Shemesh Mul asks that this rule seems counterintuitive. The whole reason we punish the child is Al Shem Saifai, because of how he will turn out in the future. What does it help that his parents forgive him for the past? And he answers that therein lies the difference. If the parents forgive the child for his past misdeeds, they keep their heart open and welcome him then that child has a shot of doing tshuva in the end, so we don't kill him.
However, a child whose parents, in a united front, completely reject him because of his behavior, this child is doomed to live his life in abject spiritual failure. And better the Besdin punish and kill him now before it gets much worse. The takeaway is twofold. First, we see how important it is to always keep an open door and forgiving heart towards our children, no matter how hard it may seem. The Torah shows us how this in and of itself creates the possibility for the child to return to the proper path. The second takeaway is what the Zayr says, that this whole parsha is talking about Hashem and the Jewish people. How sometimes we will go astray and we will have children, meaning our deeds and action, that will not be good. But if we come before God and confess our misdeeds, and we admit that our actions went astray, then Hashem will kill, so to speak, our bad actions by forgiving us and getting rid of them. And then He will welcome us back into the fold. And if we do that now, especially in the month of Elul, then Hashem will grant us a Kasiva Taiva, a Chasima Taiva, and a Shana Taiva Musukha. Have a good Shabbos.